Great news. The Drop with Frank and Brian is officially brought to you by Switch Suspension. Switch Suspension specializes in all vehicle chassis components. Lift kits, lowering kits, air ride suspension, wheels, tires, steering, and brake upgrades. They use all the best products from the best brands. And these guys are truck guys. You roll into their parking lot at the shop and they all drive custom vehicles. So they use their products that they sell on their own vehicles. So if you guys are looking for anything for your vehicles, whether you're just starting out or you just need some replacement parts or whatever, give them a call or visit their website, switchsuspension.com. We are starting off 2023 right with a brand new giveaway. And what are we giving away? Well, it's an AccuAir E-Level Plus kit. And what comes in that kit? You get the E-Plus Connect, the E-Plus Ride Height Sensors, and the E-Plus Touchpad. And all you got to do to win this is either go to livelifecustom.com or grinder-tv.com. And for every $5 spent, you get one entry into the drawing. Big thank you to AccuAir for getting with us on this giveaway. I don't know. Got your coffee? Got your cold drink? <laughs> I don't know why I find that so freaking hilarious. <laughs> Hold on. Mm. Mm-hmm. My water's a bit warm, which I'm not too stoked about. Oh, why? Why is it warm? Yeah, when I turned on the faucet, it just came out warm. Does it usually come out cold? Yeah, ice cold. I have a well, so it comes out of the ground naturally (laughs) naturally none of that fluoride (laughs) it's just whatever's in the dirt around your house (laughs) whatever the neighbors are dumping in their yard seeping into the ground or whatever i'm dumping i mean i'm not uh, (laughs) let's just say uh our epa practices are not up to par around here yeah yeah but actually, no, that's not how aquifers work. But anyway, if someone <laughs> if someone took a leak in the mountains in the snow and that snow melted and made its way down the mountain, like through the ground into the aquifers to my well and I drank it, then I would dr- be drinking someone's pee. Welcome to Geological Talk with Frank and Brian. Yeah. That's a cool shirt. Yeah. I, th- I found it in my stash of t-shirts that uh, previously did not fit me. Yeah, so it fits? Yeah. Is that a 3X? No. Oh, not yet. But it is a small 4X. Mm-hmm. It's like There's like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know how and that it's goes. A, it's, a, it's a Gildan Ultra Blend. Oh, okay. So those are... I think those fit a little bit tighter. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little more, I don't know. Gildan, Gildans are funny. Yeah. I went to uh, uh, a convention a couple weekends ago. It's called um, ISS. It's the, well, it used to be called ISS and then now it's just called Impressions. But basically it's a, um, it's just a, a convention for screen printers. But mm. not only screen printers, like screen printing, embroidery, direct to garment printing. Like It's an industry trade show, essentially. It, it's the SEMA for, for the imprinting industry. Anyway, anywho. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool going there and like like talking to the brands and manufacturers that actually make the garments and stuff. And uh-huh. um, do you remember how we were talking about all style 1301s? Mm-hmm. Like how they kind of went away? Like they just disappeared? Well, yeah. um, the, they got acquired by Gildan. All style did. Mm-hmm. Well, they got rid of the all-style branding, and now the American Apparel Company now makes the 1301. So it's like the same shirt. Like I talked to the people from American Apparel, and it's it's the same thing. So 
Does Gildan own American Apparel? Yeah. Yeah, American Apparel, uh, they uh, acquired them a couple years ago. And American yeah. Apparel used to have this, like, um, really artsy-like type. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever mm-hmm. looked at one of their old catalogs? No, I just remember American Apparel being, like, um, they had the, the soft blend type shirts that a lot of pe- other guys would, yeah. uh, a lot of people would use. Yeah, they were, like, really, um, I'm trying to find the right word for it. They were very artsy. They were very like indie. They were very like if you look at their old catalog, some of it borderlined risque. Like I don't know. Like the, the they had this like branding about them. They don't yeah. have that anymore because once Gildan yeah. acquired them, they kind of got rid of all that. But American, the guy who ran American Apparel now has a company called Los Angeles Apparel. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about American Apparel was back then when it was not owned by Gildan was it was an American made company. It was all sourced yeah. in Los Angeles. It was uh, manufactured everything in Los Angeles. And then American apparel got it, or I'm sorry, Gildan got it and they don't do that anymore. Yeah. But this other brand, Los Angeles apparel is a hundred percent American company sourced in Los Angeles. Like don't quote me on this because I just heard it, but like basically you could buy a Los Angeles apparel tea and is sourced in a two square mile radius where the the fabric is sourced it's um cut and sewn and dyed and like it's all within this like little part of downtown la so huh anyway a little short short little uh what's the cost on those (laughs) t-shirts like my cost eight bucks yeah (laughs) eight bucks a piece yeah that's we've said that i've said that before a long time ago i put out like a um like a poll saying like you know, everybody wants American made. We know that. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to spend $55 on a t-shirt? Yeah. And that's like, and that's like, 50, and the funny part about it is $55 for like one of our shirts seems expensive because we sell them for like 25 bucks, right? Yeah, but it's not expensive. But it's not expensive because if you look at like, we, I don't know, a couple episodes, two episodes ago, we were talking about, um, you know, t-shirts and branding and streetwear. You cannot buy even the streetwear brands that are like ma- printed on garments that are made in other countries. Those are sixty dollars shirts. Yeah, I yeah. could imagine what. Well, actually, I, I can't imagine because uh, a brand called Rebel Eight Clothing did an American. They th- that's where I got this info from. Was they they sourced this these sweaters sweaters in particular? They sourced these sweaters all in downtown L.A. Printed, you know, everything all in downtown L.A. And they were one hundred and forty five dollars a piece for a, yeah. for a hooded sweatshirt. You know, it's a it's a very weird thing because, yeah, you know, the whole made in America thing is a. uh, You know, we always want to support our community, essentially, which means supporting our country, which means, you know, good wages and all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we don't do that because we are everybody buys stuff made overseas. And even when you talking about like the T-shirt, like, say, Rebel 8 or Los Angeles Apparel. And they say, um, all right, it's made in America. The fabric, where was the fabric came from? Um, I think it's like Pendleton, right? They, yeah. their fabric mm-hmm. comes from like Oregon. Then it mm-hmm. sh- ships down to Mexico mm-hmm. and then it gets shipped back up here. And like, there's this whole thing. So like the fa- the fabric comes from America and then it, the workers are American workers and they're putting mm-hmm. these shirts together. Mm-hmm. But the, ma- where are the machines coming from that they use? That's true. They're made. where are the, pu- and where are the parts in those machines being made? Mm-hmm. And where is it's like it's just hard to really say American made. Like right. it's gr- it's great to say it sounds good and 
if it, it the percentage, like it's like a percentage thing, 80% of it. Like I, th- I think that's even a law, right? Like it has to be a certain percentage to say, to say yeah, I think so. I think there are very various laws in, in place. Yeah. Cause I know there was a tire company that got sued because they said made in America and they were not made in America. There was also a clothing company that did the same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. But anywho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when, well, it's funny because there's a a clothing company out here um, in Arizona and they sell hats with American flags on them and Mm -hmm. they sell hats with, uh, you know, various, very uh, patriotic-esque things on them and they're Chinese made hats or wherever they're made. They're not Mm -hmm. made in America. You know what I mean? So it's very, the the industry, the made in America industry is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And interesting, not... Not politically motivated, just interesting as a whole. It's just, just interesting as a whole, and it gets and it gets tossed into the political realm all yeah, the time. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, I've always um, kind of fancied myself. Uh, again, not not American made by any means, because I print on shirts that are made in Mexico mm-hmm. and other countries. But I made them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I printed them. I came up with yeah. the design. Me and Angie came up with the design. I printed them in my shop in Southern California. Like yep. to me, I feel like that is a bit of a, of a, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Like it is, it is a kind of a cool thing, you it know, is. because it when is. someone it's buys a- one of my shirts, which I have right here, <laughs> 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 this is our new shirt. Let me put that in front of the camera. And for our audio listeners, you got to come over to the YouTube channel to check it out. But this yeah. is our brand new, our brand new dually shirt. Yeah. And um, yeah, because I, you know, I, I made this like so when someone is getting buying one of our shirts, especially mine, they're getting something that I made with my hands. Exactly. You know, and it's like a it's like a um, well, that's what it is. Right. But you're not out there like made in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this, this and this. You're just like you're a local company doing something local, because, again, it's too if you start getting down to the nitty gritty. Mm hmm. It, oh yeah, the inks are made in other countries. The tape, the yeah. the chemical, like yeah, yeah, it's a rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. It's a so rabbit hole. Essentially, try to buy local is what. Yeah, like, well, yeah, like, I think that's more to the point. Really, is like mm-hmm. just support support people you want to support. And I always try yeah. to do that. Like anytime I see like artists or bands or other mm-hmm. clothing companies like doing something, I feel not necessarily my obli- Well, I mean, I'm going to speak personally for myself. I do feel like it is my obligation to support those people because mm-hmm. I would hope. That some people would think that about me. They would support yeah. me, you know? Yep. But yeah. So yeah. So we got a brand new shirt. Really excited about that. I think over the next uh, few episodes, um, I'm going to be coming in with some, you know, little trinkets here and there that I've made that I've been working on this week. Uh, it's February 1st. So I feel like as soon as February 1st comes around, we are like clicked into that LST getting ready mode. Like, have you... Have you been watching the weather out there in Texas? I know. <laughs> I've been. I've been. I'm what's like, that movie called? Uh, what's that movie? Eyes called? wide shut. No, bird. The bird <laughs> movie. Bird eye. What the hell? With Sandra Bullock. She's wearing the blindfold the whole time. Yeah. What is that movie called? I don't know. I don't know. Blind birdie. Or, I don't know. Whatever. But that Blind movie. Blind birdie. <laughs> Blind birdie is now that movie. <laughs> Blind birdie. That movie. Blind birdie. That's how I am when it comes to the weather in Texas. I know. I, I, it's, it's too, I, um, it's too, even though a week out, it's like when people are like, did you see the weather? And yeah. I'm like, I, it doesn't matter. It I know. It doesn't matter. We've learned that. We've learned that, that it doesn't, it ultimately doesn't matter. I think I've told this story before 
early on the podcast, but we're telling again, the first time we went to uh, LST, that was 2015. Yeah. I was so worried, like, like gut grinding it all the weeks leading up to it, even on the way out there, watching the weather, obsessing about it. And I remember getting there and we're like setting up the booth and like, I'm talking to people walking by and especially like the local people. And uh, I asked the guy, I said, what do you, how do you feel about the weather? What do you think it's going to be like? And this was, this is verbatim what he said. He's all, this is Texas. You just sit and wait. <laughs> mm. It's going to be 60 degrees one hour and 30 degrees the next. <laughs> it's just that it's that area of Texas because it's so close to the Gulf. And oh, that makes sense. Like everything, yeah, everything swoops up into there. But and uh, it's just a, it's too unpredictable. So you can't look at your your weather app on your phone, mm-hmm. you know, and say, oh, it says 90 percent chance of rain because ni- a 90 percent chance of rain is in that 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that it's going to rain for 24 hours. It just means that sometime within that 24 hours, there's a 90% chance that there's going to be rain. Right. So it could only last for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it could be on the other side of town. Yeah. <laughs> so, or in some cases, as we've experienced before, right over us. So like, Right over us. I mean, it's it's a crapshoot. It's a gamble. But I feel... Our, um, I, feel I feel like we're our, it's going to be good. I just... The biggest thing is the cold. Yeah, that that's what got us last cold, year. You can predict the cold. Mm-hmm. You can it if you look at the weather, you can't predict when it's going to rain, what time of day it's going to rain, but you know if it says it's going to be 30, it's going to be right around 30 degrees. Yeah. So that's my deal. But I'm more prepared. I wasn't prepared last year and it right. me in a we, really none of bad us were mood. prepared. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to go and that's that's the trick. We're going to go into this thing and we're going to have jackets and long sleeves and like mm. gl- all of this stuff and it's going to be 65 degrees. I know. And LST, that's going to be fine and I'm going to pack that yeah. stuff away in the trailer and just enjoy the weekend. LST prepared me for my our New York trip. Oh, okay. So now I was like, "Oh, I need this this and this." And then now I'm I since I prepared for that New York trip, I am now prepared with that same clothing mm-hmm. for this Texas trip yeah. if it if it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. No, me too. Yeah, and I feel like, um, I, I think I said it, I don't know. Um, this is our eighth year going. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our team, our LST team, is battle-hardened, I think. Except where our, our team is a little broken up this it year. It is a little light this year. It is a little light this year. There is no Joe, no C10 Vatos. Mm-hmm. Um, and no Morgan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lindsay is hopping out of their truck and hopping into our truck. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be custom life, grinder TV, and pretty low apparel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's a, I'm looking forward to it. I am too. Yeah, wh- whatever happens, happens. It, it, we will survive. We're still here. We're still doing stuff. We will survive. I'm actually looking, really looking forward to the road trip because even, um, was it? Last night, Chelsea's like, when are you leaving? Because I bother her. She's like, when are you leaving again? And I'm just like, end of February. Yeah. I, I'm i the opposite when it starts gearing up for these trips. Um, I am trying to not be, but I get a lot of anxiety. I start, you know, I start thinking about everything that could go wrong. And that's just me. That's just That's just how I prepare yeah. for stuff. But hopefully it won't be like that. That's all right. Your truck will just blow up. I don't even care about that, actually. Oh, I'm kind of worried about, you know, just, you know, regardless. But that particular thing, I'm actually not even if like we were just driving and just poof, I'm like, 
oh well, <laughs> and just figure out how to get the trailer home, and then that's it. Like, so what else could go wrong besides that? Because that's like catastrophically, that's a catastrophic failure. Other than that, nothing. What could go wrong? The that's end of the a world. very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah don't don't trip. Is, is, that's yeah. essentially what you're telling is don't trip, dude. Just just go. Well, for I it. mean, if you're getting, I'm just saying, if you get anxiety about what could go wrong, mm-hmm. that's literally the only thing that could go wrong. That's true. Yeah, that's true. If you look at your fail points, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the transportation. That's what we need to get from here to there, right? So if that is fine, then there's really yeah. nothing else that can go wrong. Like, yeah, no, you're right. It. And then I'm gonna put that away, and I'm just gonna go for. It. I'm gonna go for broke. <laughs> well, you have no choice. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really, really. What what do you what choice do I have? Really? Yeah. So take that anxiety mm-hmm. and turn it into excitement because mm-hmm. we haven't been on a road trip since Louisiana, mm-hmm. and this is what we do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm yes, you're right. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <laughs> But what's going on with you? What's been going on in your week since since we last spoke? No, uh, nothing. Really? Nothing? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I have been doing... You no, just, I've just been doing a lot of uh, getting ready for our show. Oh, okay. A lot of That's cool. um, so, like behind-the-scenes stuff with that. Um, getting like the raffle has been a big priority of mine, so I've been working on that. Mm-hmm. I've got some raffle prizes here. I've... Uh, so impact drives and some impact sockets and some uh, some other cool stuff. Cool. Who who uh, get who uh, put those in? I have, I just bought them. Oh, you bought them? Oh, okay. Oh, that's so, cool. Right on. Yeah. So I'm I'm literally I haven't asked anyone for anything. I've oh, just okay. Been just buying things. Mm-hmm. You know. So we don't have any money left, but <laughs> I mean, whatever. You know. <laughs> that's we fine. don't need that. Don't need that. Yeah. That's silly. Yeah, so that we got a bunch. Of, I don't know if you saw that post on the Forbidden Show page. Uh, it's triple O oh, at FFF under FFF underscore show is our show page. Mm-hmm. Um, but I shared all the stereo equipment that we got. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That was by Al, Al and Ed's. Is, is that from Al and Ed's or is that separate? Yeah, Al and Ed's and okay. Escondido. Okay, so, cool. I mean, um, we do have some some cool people coming on for that. We got that guy. And then we have Switch is, is putting in a bunch of... Uh, 10, 10 dual packs, 10 yeah. buyer dual packs. Buyers. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that too. I'm just looking forward to this the, this whole show season. I'm. Lo- it's kind of funny because like I'm looking forward to it now, <laughs> but when we get in the thick of it and it's like, you know, one after another, we'll see how we feel. But for now, but that, like you said, we haven't really done anything since October. So yeah, I've done little I'm things ready. here and there, you know, I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. I just and don't same. have the uh, Art of Noise, bring the, Art of Noise, the club, they postponed their Bring the Noise show. So that was usually my like get ready show. Mm-hmm. Set the easy up up, kind of dust off the bins, like sort through all, like get everything prepared for that. Now I have to do it here at the house, kind of mm-hmm. like get everything prepared. So I was kind of bummed about that. But so they, So that was postponed and not canceled? Um, I think they're postponing it a whole year. Oh, so, okay, I see. So just so not this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I was uh, back to what I was talking about a little earlier about me bringing in little things to show off. So, you know, this week I was working on this dually shirt, bringing it in on uh, this uh, Friday. I think I'm shooting for Friday, but definitely by the time we, we film again, uh, I'll have some drop merchandise. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to show you uh, later on. I'm going to put some mock-ups together. 
just just because like we were talking about doing the small drop logo or the whole the drop on the front and then a big D on the back. But I just want to throw it on, you know, some mock ups just to make sure that that's what we want to do. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes so, it sounds good. And then you're like, start to think about it. And you're like, I think it like I, I bounce it off of Angie and her first reaction was like, eh, like having a big D on the back. And then because mm-hmm. like usually it would be the other way around. Automatically, you would assume that it'd be like the the um, what's the right word for like when you have like if you have forbidden fantasy, the big logo and then FFF is like the secondary logo. I guess, OK, that's a good way to put it, I guess. Yeah. OK, so or, like, yeah. The, so you normally would put the secondary logo on the front and then your bigger logo on the back. But I think it might be look kind of cool. The other way around. But like I said, I'll mock it up and we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I got, yeah, I should have two new t-shirts at LST too. It'll be the white OBS. It'll be obviously the truck that um, I'm building. And then um, I have another one being designed. I'm trying to like get ahead of the game here Mm -hmm. and have designs roll out every six to eight weeks. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Is Nick still going to do them for you or? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to roll through a couple. Of, I'm going to, I need to really simplify these down. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously for cost reasons um, mm-hmm. and, and print reasons. I can, if I can keep these at three colors. That's, that's perfect. Then, that's that, a, then I can just have, I can just, they can knock them out really fast. So, mm-hmm. well, and, and, also, and the art's easier. The, the separations are easier. Yeah. Everything is much easier. Yeah. And not relying on um, certain artists because, not that they're not good. They're just busy. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I really want to get these things like, no, I don't want to sit here and wait for stuff. Yeah. Like I want yeah. it to be. No, it's really good being boom, really boom, proactive boom. about it. I want to do the same thing too. I want to try to, cause like I have so many ideas. It's just sitting that down them and turning them into something. And, and the problem is, is like you get, like you have this OBS idea mm-hmm. and you're just like, hell yeah, it came out really good. And then, um, you have another one obviously dropping and then it's like you drop those two and then you're just like i did it i did it now i can Mm. go sell them and Mm -hmm. i want to get to the mindset where like all right i'm done with those and the next day i i'm not resting like i want the next one to be ready to go Mm -hmm. so like when we i drop these two at lst i want the next one the new one that next new one available at mini nets and then i want Mm -hmm. the next new one available at the next show like i don't Mm want to like get uh not I don't even know what the word is, but just stagnant. Yeah. I just want to like keep it going. It's same thing with this Nissan truck. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm already looking for the next truck to buy. I'm like, I need, I need to, like, I need to keep going on this. It can't just stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's a great mindset to have. I want to take that approach too. I want to be more proactive this year. I was actually had this thought. This is just a random thought that I had yesterday. So do not hold me accountable to any of this. <laughs> Actually, don't hold us accountable to anything that we yeah, ever like say. literally like no. nothing. <laughs> don't ever hold us accountable. Yeah. But I was like, you know, we we always talk about kind of like personal risk that we need to take mm-hmm. to to get farther. And I thought to myself, maybe some personal risk I need to take to fully focus on what I'm doing is not take on like customer work. Have like have like a few few things that I do do things for people for, but you know, not like see see what I mean? Like it's not a complete thought. That was my whole thought. Like yeah. maybe, maybe like because sometimes when I get ready for these shows, like I I'm so stressed out because not only am I getting our stuff ready, but I also have customer work to work on and that. Are which you, is great. Are you printing every day? No. Mm-mm. Well, what, like, what, so cu- when you say customer work, mm-hmm. like, I just you- mean like, like, uh, uh, 
like for example, um, Joey, uncle Joey just hit me up and, and said that, you know, he, like I did some shirts for a friend of his for a dance studio yeah. last year. And you know, I <laughs> look, I'm immediately going to be hypocritical cause I'm probably going to do this one. Cause it's not, it's, it's pretty easy to accomplish, but, um, but stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So I'm in the same boat with client work. Um, but I'm actually doing the opposite. I'm taking on more client work because it's allowing me to have the money to to do this, to do more, like to throw the money at the artwork, essentially, mm, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but it but bigger client work, I guess, like um, like the small stuff is cool and stuff like that. But the, it's like it comes to this like time thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to spend five days on something, those I can't. It has to be, the money has to be good enough to get me through like the next 20 days without doing something. I see. It's really hard to like explain, but I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, do you want to, like the time to spend to make little money? I want that same time, but I want to make more money. I see what you're saying. Because I need to spend the extra time on this other stuff, like building this Nissan truck and, and doing that time to do that, having the time to do that stuff. Do you Um, think it'll ever get to uh, like a tipping point where one takes over the other? Like you're, as you build the brand and as you build merchandise and now you're starting like the, the Nissan journey and and putting that together, do you think there'll ever be a tipping point where you just won't have time to do the client work? It's a hundred percent the goal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. And I've trying to balance the two is hard. I don't think I'll ever not have client work. Yeah. Because and and as much as I said that earlier and I said, do not hold me accountable because yeah. obviously, right? Like if someone said, Hey man, you want to print all these shirts for all this money? I'll be like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So, right? yeah. Cause there's some stuff I do, you know, that takes me, it takes me a couple of hours to do it and it's good money. Like I could run down to a shop, make a, a 30, 45, one minute video and I'm home and I edit it and it's a day and it's, and it's real quick. Mm-hmm. It's the jobs that require like being gone for a long time or, yeah, or they're very involved, like having to go like to a shop over and over and over again to like document something, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like in, out. And then if it is a long project, it has to be ca- very calculated mm-hmm. because I want those long projects to be my long projects. Yeah. But yeah. It, like the same effort that you're putting into someone else's, uh, it's like you know, their YouTube brand. channel. And yeah, their yeah, brand, yeah. yeah. I want to say, I want, I need that energy for mine because once you're done doing it for them, you don't have any more energy left to do That's your right, stuff. Yeah. And it's the same thing with you. It's like you're, you're printing and you're doing all this stuff, and then when you're done, you're just like, well, I don't want to now go right back in and make my stuff. Mm-hmm. You got the go. We've got to figure out a way to make our stuff, and then also make the money that we would have made with the other people's stuff too. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's ah, a, so, so, yeah. some good good points to think about. There's a really I don't know, it, like I said, it was a super fleeting thought yesterday. Yeah, because but, like you know that's again we've said it and before. Like sometimes you're just sitting here just trying to think of something. I I also had this. I don't mean to cut you off or I'll yeah, let you yeah. finish your thought. But I had this thought as well. I and I could be wrong. I'm just talking about my my personal feeling. Like I think I contemplate sit here and contemplate my existence more than a lot of other people do. Cause like, I think some people get into a routine and I'm not knocking these people. I'm just saying, using this as an example, like 
you know, going to work, you get to work, you do your work, you get off of work, you come home, you spend time with your family, you do your hobbies, and you just sort of keep going. Me, we, me are in this unique position where there's there's some idle time sometimes. And in that idle time, like nothing, if I'm trying to put this, if I'm sitting there in the idle time, then nothing is happening. Like if someone worked a regular job and they went to work every day, if they have idle time at work, they're still getting paid for that hour, even the idle time. My idle time is, well, nothing is nothing is happening right now, <laughs> you know. So I feel like I have a lot more time to contemplate my existence, so to speak. Yeah, but it's a man. It's, it's so. Let's say for so yesterday, I sold. I don't know what I sold on the website, but it was, it was a decent amount. So like I had idle time though, sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sitting here doing something, but, but it I, was the but, but I still was getting paid. Yeah, that's true. And that but that idle time is like, okay, well, what am I going to do next? I have mm-hmm. to think about what I'm going to do next because no one's telling me what to do next. Where exactly when you're at a job, like say you work, um, I'll use my wife for an example. Mm-hmm. She's a bakery manager. She knows what she's doing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like she knows what she's doing every day like, because. Mm-hmm. Their, their company has a routine for their employees, mm-hmm. right? I We don't have a routine. Our only thing is like, okay, well, what is going to make us money next? Exactly, yeah. Which is, I've, I've lived my entire existence like that. My family has lived their entire existence like that. My dad, who is now 74 years old, that was his entire existence, was every day trying to think of something, throwing it against the wall, see what happens, you know, so... I don't know. I guess it's hereditary. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's well. You're definitely a product of your environment. That's true. You know, which I'm not a product of my environment because my dad worked, and he he we lived in Riverside. He dr- we he drove to L.A. every single day, five days a week. Retired when he was sixty something years old. My mom mm-hmm. worked for the county. Retired when she was in her late fifties. And it's like, I'm the complete opposite of both of those because mm-hmm. I I left the job the nine to five. Mm-hmm. And was like, I well, I don't want to do that anymore, so I got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, so, so yep. it's like that's every day. Yeah, it's um, but it's been really interesting lately, at least for me, like trying to figure out the direction, mm-hmm. you know, that I wanted that I want to take this all. Mm-hmm. Like the brand and just yeah, your just life, the in, brand, life in general. Life in general, man. It's been <laughs> it's been really interesting a uh, couple of months. Yeah. Like the thought process. Yeah. Cause I'll get into something and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go, Oh, do I, do I really want to do that? And then I'll go, Oh, well maybe I'll do this. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just not do any of this. Yeah. And do right? something <laughs> completely different. Cause I am in a, in a unique position where I can like, uh, I can go work for, uh, and, and make videos for other companies, mm-hmm. you know, or get into something, you know, the, there's been opportunities that come my way where I can take my video skills and make content, not YouTube content or anything like that, but, you know, bit like larger form content mm-hmm. and like get paid for it. And then I'm like, do I want to do that? I, I know like, it yeah, sounds but, very enticing. <laughs> but if I do that, then all this goes away. That And that's and that's the rub. Because from my perspective, I could do the same thing. Yeah. I was just saying like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't take on any more customer work and concentrate on the brand. Or I take on customer work forever. And you're right. This like, and then it's just me in the shop 
every day producing yeah so you know producing something for someone else um at that uh the at the uh iss thing the the trade show thing that i went to i went with a friend and um you know we're looking at different machinery and stuff and her shop she's she's got a screen printing shop too and hers like that's what she wants to do she wants to just you know she it's my friend from the venomous pinks Mm -hmm. and um so she's Actually, now that I think about it, she very has a very similar situation because she's in a band mm-hmm. that is becoming more and more successful. Like it went from them, and I don't want to speak on their behalf or anything, but it went from them like playing a few shows here and there to now constantly touring and going all and going to Europe and all over the states. So now that I think about it, I think she will be faced with the decision as well. I don't know. I can't speak for her, whatever. Yeah. But my point is, is we were walking around talking and we we're looking at like automatic presses, these gigantic, you know, $75, $100,000 machines. And obviously the, it's, it's very, uh, it's very, um, uh, tempting to, cause it's this big machine. It can crank out thousands of shirts, but I've always known that looking at those, as soon as you step into that realm, the, again, this stuff is all gone. But you know? at the same time, and I'm not like, so if you, if you, your brand, like your goal for your brand for custom like brand is to make t-shirts, sell t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't go to shows, make t-shirts, sell t-shirts, right? Oh, no, yeah. No, I was saying in, uh, I don't know which episode we were talking about it, but I was saying like my my ultimate goal is to go to shows, but not have to do the whole booth thing and just go to shows, create content while like you were saying, like it's just selling stuff on the internet. This thing is generating. It's just sort of like running. So you've then, then your goal is to be a YouTube channel. Uh, no, yes, yes. Because it all kind of, it all fits together. Yeah. You know, like we were kind of talking about it last night a little bit about how like, this podcast, like we don't ever see ourselves being like, like a two bears or like that type of thing, but it does click and fit into this thing that we've created. So no, I mean, yes, I want to be a YouTube channel and I want to be a podcast and brand is like selling t-shirts. So I think it all fits together. Well, yeah, it all fits together. And there's other, other things that can, we can use to, to do all that. But at, what I'm saying is like, you could like, how many shows a year do you want to go to? Do you want to go to more shows or less shows or the same? I think if I, if my plan were to work out to where the website could generate enough income, I would go to more shows because then I wouldn't have to, then instead of taking a week to go to LST with a booth, I could fly out to LST, make content and fly home in a few days, but I don't fly. Did you get what I'm saying? (laughs) No, it's just a thing where it's like, I'm trying to think because I I think about the same thing too, but I don't know if that if it would work like that. Like I literally don't know if how well it would work if we didn't have booths at these shows. Because I don't think other. I, I'm trying to think what like is there a brand that you know of, like a YouTube channel that you follow or watch that that does that. I mean, I know there are brands who are very successful who don't go to. Well, okay. Well, what about this for example? Like. I've, I'm like, I, I kind of like latch onto these different brands and I get obsessed about them for a while and mm. then, you know, mm. move on. Yeah, yeah. So the current one that I'm, I'm obsessed about is it's called born and raised mm-hmm. and, uh, it's this LA based brand. It's ran by a couple guys. Um, they don't like, they're not, how do I put this? They, they don't, they don't have, they don't go to, 
they don't go to something similar that we would go to. They don't go to a show to sell stuff. They merely say, okay, look, we have these things. We're dropping them this week. Um, and they kind of like take it one step farther. They say, okay, we have these, these designs. We're going to drop them this week. And once they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And then we will shut the website down. And then in a couple other weeks, we'll do it again. But what are they, where, so where are they promoting themselves? Social media. But are they going to a physical locations to promote themselves? Not no. promote. Like, so what do they do though? Like, what is their stick? What's their, what is their, their, their stick is their stick is, um, uh, what makes okay. them interesting? <laughs> what makes them interesting to me is one, you know, I, you know how I am about, uh, California, Los Angeles in particular, like it's just a very LA based brand They're Oh, okay. So like the, they don't, the, the con again, it goes back to creating content. They create interesting content. They make these like, uh, these videos of, um, like they did one recent, oh, and they do a lot of collab work. So like mm-hmm. they, they recently worked with Mr. Cartoon and they did the, and actually funny enough, um, they did this collab with Mr. Cartoon and they went down to Asian park, uh, near Dodger stadium and they shot this video and it had all the new minis guys in there, mm-hmm. like with the bed dancing and stuff. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That was, I remember that. We, did you uh, see that one? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's what they do. So they yeah. don't go. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say is like, we go to shows to sell our product. They don't do that. They don't go to a store. Yeah. But what we do, mm-hmm. so we go to a show and make a show video, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing. But you, in order to like, this is just my opinion in order uh-huh. for the website to, to take off the way that like say that company's website takes off and sells merch, you would have to go to a car show a week to create, to create content, to create enough content for this whole thing to like, actually like the gears to really get going, to make enough income Mm -hmm. to where you didn't have to go to shows to sell merchandise. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, cause I, this is all me, my thought process in my head of what I'm going through with my brand. Mm -hmm. Um, it's because if I go to a car show and I don't make a video and I just sell merch, people are buying that merch because like they saw the YouTube channel and all this stuff. I, I'm just, let me try to rephrase that. Like if I'm not constantly making content, uh-huh. nobody knows what grinder TV is. Right. So you have to constantly make content in order okay. for that. So but it has con- to, but it has to, in order for it to scale up. Mm hmm. Right. Cause where I, the, I'm at now, I'm not, I want to be, I want to scale it up. I want it more mm-hmm. right? or different, you know? So in order to do that, do you have to go to, you have to go to more events or stay or go to the same events that we go to now? Right. And it makes me wonder, cause like, I'm really trying to, trying to chew on what you said about this particular brand that I'm talking about, like what makes them so successful. They are creating content. They are making a lot of content, but what's the content about? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to, I can't, I'm really having a hard time, like, yeah, explaining so it's, it. It's interesting to you, because, like, I watch things on YouTube that are interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So, I watch a lot of travel stuff. I watch a lot of camping stuff. I don't go camping, but mm-hmm. it's, I watch a lot of, like, not camping, because camping is whatever, but, like, I watch a lot of, uh, like, very minimalistic things where people live in their vans or live mm-hmm. in an RV or something, because I think mm-hmm. that's super interesting to me. So, their entertainment factor is that. And then if you have a channel like, uh, so you have a channel like the Stradman, right? The Stradman uh-huh. or Daily Driven Exotics, their content is exotic cars. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So I what, see exactly what you're saying. 
Um, and it's, it's, it's across TV shows too. So TV shows, you have a, you have a plot. Mm-hmm. What is the plot of that YouTube channel? Of the, well, what is the plot of the brand? And I know, and I'm starting to process and understand what you're saying. Yeah. So back to the born and raised brand there, that is their brand is being from Los Angeles, living in Los Angeles. So what they do is, and now I'm clearly seeing what yeah. you're saying is they create content based on that city. Yeah. Uh, photo shoots in front of graffiti walls, low rider cars, uh, kind of like gang culture, like yeah. that. So what I is, s- and so now what is now here's the th- question. What is your plot? That's a good question. So my plot is I okay. <laughs> I'm not like absorbing everything yeah. you're saying. <laughs> See, Brian, I do pay attention. It just takes me a minute to get there. And uh, this is not this is not like this is me trying to understand my plot too. Yeah, no, I get right? it. I get so it. I'm talking through it. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, so yeah, my plot is creating truck content. Um, and to do that, like you said, you have to go to more shows to create more truck content. Yeah. And so if you want yeah, your, I get it. So is your plan now we got like, if you look at your show calendar, how many shows uh-huh. are on there? Uh, I think six or seven, I think we said. So, so or more, because like, oh, well, total shows, total shows total going shows to for this year till December. I think between seven and a dozen, maybe. Okay. So let's say a dozen on the high end. Okay. Is a dozen shows enough to create enough content to create a buzz around your brand? for you to survive on. I think so. And I'll tell you why, because the show we're, we're focusing on the shows pretty hard, but also creating content is exactly what you're doing. Building your Nissan is you're creating content. Well, yeah, Me yeah, yeah, doing yeah. stuff with my forerunner is creating content. Yeah. Like, and then like what I'm, and, and you're, and, and you're kind of learning this too, cause you said it like, um, we have this, we, what we do, we, we go to a show, we gather all this footage, right? We come home, we dissect it, we, we stitch it back together and we present this story to somebody, but we still have this giant catalog of other stuff that's happened. And you could take that giant catalog of stuff and you can dice it into many little things. And like you were saying with, well, all your LSD footage, like you can drop a, a bunch of reels leading up to actually going to the show with all of the, the, the content you've curated over the yeah. years. So you can, yeah. So essentially you could take however many shows there are per year and make a lot of content from it. It's not enough content to survive on. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. It's it's if you took away all of your client stuff and you looked at your income just based on the content you've made over the last however many years, Mm -hmm. is that enough to be happy with to you? Hmm. It's a good question. I don't know. I'd really have to like, look at it yeah that's where i'm at Mm -hmm. i'm like okay if i took away this and just did this what's it going to take for this to equal this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like i'm i'm content with my clients and my youtube work and all this stuff as a whole like i'm very Mm -hmm. content in it and it i can get by Mm -hmm. but what is it if i want to kind of squeeze the client work out a little bit more to where like okay i have the nissan out there I have the OBS over there. I have my mm-hmm. Tacoma. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It takes money to work on those, which it, so in turn, I'm hoping like, okay, we'll take the Nissan. For example, my goal with the Nissan is to make a Nissan t-shirt mm-hmm. and get people excited about the Nissan content, mm-hmm. sell the t-shirt, sell the Nissan mm-hmm. OBS, make an OBS t-shirt, make OBS content, have make income from that, sell these vehicles, buy a 89 Toyota pickup, make content, make a t-shirt, sell that. Is that like, 
is it is it enough to keep on circulating and with consistency too, like with speed? Yeah. So like I can't take the I can't take this entire year and do this Nissan. There's not enough. Yeah, it's con- there's not enough content. It's got to be right. like two months gone, two months mm-hmm. gone, two months mm-hmm. gone. And that's why I'm asking these questions because it's just like I'm going through this like motions of like how much content do I need to make this make sense? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're already setting the a good ground a, a good groundwork for yeah. it because you're already thinking ahead to this other stuff and. At the end of the year, we're going to find out, right? Yeah. So we're going to have the same <laughs> we'll conversation. This conversation. We we're going to have we we're going to come back to this at the end of the year and yeah. see what happened. Yeah. You know, but and that's like every day. It's just taking stuff like, hey, I wonder. I think this is a good idea. Let's see what happens. This is the result of not having enough stuff to do, by the way, because I will literally <laughs> sit here and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I same, 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 same. Because the the client work is is up and down too. Mm-hmm. Like that's not really consistent either. You know, but and I really don't want to sound like this trope, but that is the whole self-employed, self-motivated thing, right? Is well, you're sitting here every day. How mo- self-motivated is is a, like? Well, yeah, I know what you're gonna say, and that's true. Someone who goes to work every day is self-motivated. They got to get up and they get gotta there. Get up. Right? Well, they got to pay bills. Like that whole yeah. end. The whole end goal of this is, it is existence. Yeah, you have to pay bills. Because in order mm-hmm. to exist, you need power, water, food. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the basic necessities is like, what do you want to do for fun? Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to go on vacation. Okay, well, vacation requires X amount of dollars. So mm-hmm. now you have to... I like, want a fun car to play with. I want a fun car X, to play with. X amount of dollars. X amount of dollars. And I look at money as points. It's like a point mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, It's like $1 is one point. And if I want to go to New York, it's 5,000 points. So mm-hmm. I need to play a game and make 5,000 points. <laughs> 5,000 points. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting <laughs> And how much time it? is it going to make I think that's me? what they do in Star Wars. They call it credits. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's another interesting. Have you seen the, I've never seen this movie, but I, I always see clips of it. Um, was it Leonardo DiCaprio or someone? No, maybe it was Justin Timberlake. I don't know. But they have a clock in their wrist. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they have to like, they, they pay for things with time. Yeah. Yeah. So time, I don't know time is the ultimate currency. It is. It, that, and that's the thing. And like, right. again, not to be uh, um, entrepreneur, the entrepreneur side of, of TikTok here, as some, some put it. But yeah. like, that's the ultimate commodity is time. Because that's, yeah, what, that's what extremely successful people say. Well, yeah. Money's so money. Say, say you have like 60 good years. In those 60 good years, you have to decide what you want to do for fun. Mm-hmm. You want a boat? Do you want to go on fishing? Do you want to go to car shows? Do you want to go to on cruises like what is your where do you want to spend your fun time doing right and then you have to like yeah how much then you have to do the the things to facilitate that yes and so it's all time and points and currency and these are the things that i've been thinking about and i'm just like (laughs) i can just picture you sitting in your office in complete silence just contemplating this stuff you know (laughs) yeah time is a construct yeah yeah just thinking about okay how much and I, you know, I, I don't really, money is just a weird thing to me, but like, how much money do I need to keep this going? Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, the Nissan. Someone's like, oh, you're going to flip that? I'm like, no, I'm going to sell it for, I'm probably going to sell it for a loss. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm keeping track of every dollar I spent on this thing mm-hmm. and I'm going to make that a public number. Like I'm going to say like, this is how much money my speed sensor was and to install it in this. And mm-hmm. this is how much money I spent on a catalytic converter. And this is how much money I spent on this. And 
Then I'm going to sell it. And I'm going to show them the much money I spent in this. That's the greatest content because I have clicked on, I don't know how many videos that the title is. This is how much money it cost me to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. Yeah. (laughs) Have you got to the end of YouTube yet? I think I have. And you want to know why? You want to know why? Yeah. Because now when I go on YouTube and it like gives me recommended videos, it just keeps showing me the same ones over and over again. And I'm like, you can't, there's nothing out there for else you can suggest to me to watch. There's an option on YouTube and it will refresh your fucking uh, cycle. Oh, like it'll delete it and start it'll over again? It'll delete, oh. like it will basically, it won't like delete everything, but it will basically refresh. It'll, it's all new channels and all new content. Oh, it's I'm going to do that. Yeah. I don't, I saw the option and I did it a couple of times and I was like, wait, where'd those videos go that I was wanting to watch? But no, I've got, when I say the end of YouTube for me, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, no, not interesting, not interesting, Uh not interesting, Mm -hmm. not because I go through these cycles of like, okay, um, there was like three weeks where I was like really diving into custom built computers, Mm -hmm. you know, and what it would take to like, what's the pros and cons of just buying of this iMac here versus buying like what's coming out in the Mac world versus built custom built PC. And so I, like I dove down that rabbit hole now I don't care. I don't, I haven't watched them in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, what else was I watching? There's a few channels I used to watch religiously and then I haven't watched them in like months. Yeah. You know, yeah, I same. forgot, I forget about them because then it'll pop up on my YouTube or pop up on my Instagram. I'm like, Oh, I haven't watched that, that channel in a long time. And I'm just to the end of like, I like the Casey, remember Casey Neistat? We used to watch him every day. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't watch any of his videos anymore. I see him sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> I still, I still watch them because I, they, I like I actually like it better like this because now it's in, it's interesting to me again. Where if you, mm-hmm. it's ever it's an everyday thing, it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I still watch his, but it's like you get burnt out on that person or that That's topic true. or that channel because they do the same thing over and over again. And I think oh Doug Demiro and oh on, yeah yeah I he was, yeah. Well, he was on the Smoke Entire podcast. Uh, oh most really? Recent three hours three hours long, amazing conversation. Mm-hmm. It was a conversation about changing directions because the audience, you'll, you lose the audience or you lose the topic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it was just, it was really interesting to listen to him because his, he's so, he's a really smart guy when it comes to stuff. Yeah. And, uh, just, and that, and it kind of was like that, that threw me for a loop and I was like, oh, okay. So I started making YouTube videos, going to shows, putting cool music on it. Right. That was the thing. I'm still doing that 13 years later and I probably should have changed directions like six years ago. Mm-hmm. When you start to see your, your interaction and your view count, like go down, mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh, this, the, you're losing that topic. You got to like recharge. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and that's what, when you may remember earlier, you asked me, what have you, I've been up to? Yeah, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> that's what you've been up to. <laughs> this is what I've been up to. A lot of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. The... Definitely. Yeah. Um. I, I. Never mind. I lost my thought. I had a thought yeah. about that, but I lost it. But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But uh, have you ever found yourself also on YouTube? Uh, well, to okay. No. Now I remember what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. I'll get back to that thought. Do you, like uh, listening to you talk about that stuff and listen to you describe it? I almost worry. Like, is that us? Like, like, do you oh, think yeah? people listening to this will be like? Oh, these guys again. Oh, don't, because don't forget, like, hey, we're on episode 40. This is episode 40. Oh, wow. 
That's pretty awesome, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. And you know 40 what? 40 weeks in a row. I Well, here's the thing. And this is where it goes back to you really, you can pay attention to your audience, but at the same time, if you pay attention to comments and everything like that, it'll just ruin you. Oh, I know. Because there are people that have probably been like, oh, I'm not even watching these guys' channel anymore because all they do is talk. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. when I, um, posted like the Nissan content, people might not watch that because they like the show and the music content, but I'm looking at a bigger picture. I'm not looking at like to appease every single person. Right. I think what it comes down to is what you want to do, what I want to do. Cause that's mm-hmm. going to, we talked about this the last episode cause that will shine through. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing this Nissan cause it's fun. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this Nissan because I want to get more viewers. I'm hoping that showing what I like doing will get more viewers. Right. Well, and, and like I've said before, the audience is very intuitive. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting bored, they can tell you're getting bored, you yeah, know, and, if, and they'll and, be like, oh, well, you know, maybe not sh- like out loud. They won't be like, oh, this dude's bored. I'm done. But maybe subconsciously they'd be like, eh, well, you know, it's not really uh, not really into it. Yeah. And if you start to make content just because you feel like you're forced to make content because like you're just like, oh, this is what's going to get views. So I'm going to do it, even though I really don't want to. Now you have a job. And now That's you might true. as well go work at nine to five and make as much money as you possibly can. That's true. And I bet you that happens to a lot of people oh, who, 100%. like influencers and something and those type of people. Yeah. It must get like that. Yeah. You have to want to do what you're doing mm-hmm. to, to make all this happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. And lucky for me, I, I still am passionate about it. I still fired up about it, you know, mm-hmm. like. I still like it, but like we've said, we've, we've discussed a bunch before, but it's like finding exactly what you like about it because I'm like the same way. Like the show coverage stuff, like gets, it it gets repetitive, you know, panning, 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 music, music, music. What? So I'm like trying to focus on exactly what I like and what I like to show off and just do that more. Yeah. So I'm still like, I, I'm on the right path. Like I'm, I'm figuring it out, but I haven't gotten exactly where I want to be yet, but right. I definitely know where I want to go. Yeah, I'm the, I'm that with videos. I already have a plan of attack for mini nats. Um, don't really have a super big plan for LST as far as the content I want to make, mm-hmm. but I have to do something because I'm not going to walk around that show for three days and just film stuff to film stuff. I like I need right. to make a, you need a plan. Like you want to have need, a like you said a plan going in. Yeah, it's not going to be a 15 minute long video. It's going to be like a four or five minute long video. Mm-hmm. And I, and it or I don't know it's it's really going to be whatever it comes out to be. But maybe that you know what maybe that's that's the secret sauce right there is stop like giving yourself these ex- expectations on what it has to be and just produce something and it is what it is. It is what it is. Cause I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's where I started. Yeah, I was like, that is what it is. That's where I started too because like. I mean, I'm like answering my own questions here because I, I do that all the time. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I want, I said, I want to focus on stuff that, that I like and what I like showing off. And if I think about my very first videos as I'm making them, I am already like, how do how do I put this? It's kind of, it's kind of an abstract thought, but bear with me when I, in my very early videos, I was thinking about the person that I was showing it to. And excited to show them like, hey, look how cool this thing is. Like, look, look at what we're doing. Look how yeah. cool this thing is. That's the passion. That, that's that's the drive that I want. I want to yeah. like, and, and that's why I really want to um, 
feature more stuff like actual like cruising and and like rolling stuff and just seeing these things actually work because it's one thing to see them sitting there statically and just kind of admire and that's one thing too like you sitting there statically watching them as as art but then to see them actually do something is pretty interesting and that's and by what i mean by doing something is just that same truck just like really just you know going fast super low you know like and just stuff like that anyway yeah that's the answer to my own question. Yeah. What to focus on. That's yeah, a lot. It's what's one of those things I think but I'm at least to a point where I've been doing this so long. I'm like, what's the next step? Mm-hmm. What is my next step? And I'm hoping that this Nissan is the next step. And I, and the, the I'm amount, excited for it. Yeah. The amount I'm of excited engage, for you. <laughs> yeah. Me too, me too, man. I'm stoked. Like, it's funny. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm in this, uh, this point where I bought wheels for the truck, mm-hmm. but they're at my buddy's machine shop. Um, so I like, I have to wait on that. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a couple of things and I have to like wait on these things. And I'm like, yeah, you I've, just want to, want to do it. You want to get I it. I just want to get it done and then yeah. get it over with. It's all yeah. not get it over with, but I want to get it done, get in, yeah. there, drive it to a show, sell it and get on to the next one. You know, um, we we're, we're, we're you, you're doing, and I'm doing what we've kind of said a, a bunch of times before is like, we're building these, like the forerunner. I'm not, don't plan on selling the forerunner. But it, you're creating these characters. Like this yeah. Nissan is a new character, and yeah. you're creating this like little world around it. Mm-hmm. And then the OBS is the same thing, and, and your Toyota, and then whatever else you get that you're going to yeah. build. They become – it's like, you know, a really good example of it is that uh, – and forgive me, I haven't really watched any – I've seen a couple of episodes of his stuff, but that put-in fab guy, mm-hmm. like, I mean, that, that box truck thingy, Yeah, you know? But that's but that's intentional and and even the forerunner way back in the day was I've said this before and I'm very honest about it the forerunner is intentionally built to be that because yeah. people like it people are excited about it and that makes me feel good too because people are like hey that's pretty cool and I'm like hey thanks that came yeah. out of my brain you know the best the best uh, thing that the best example I can I can tell people or think of what what is in my brain and your brain I think right now is like uh, if you ever watch Roadkill. And I know most of our people that listen to this or watch this watch Roadkill. Mm-hmm. The, all of their vehicles ended up being characters. So they took a mm-hmm. Dots, they took a Datsun, a super ratty Datsun 280Z, mm-hmm. and I think they LS swapped it. I forgot, but it was really ratty. They ended up calling it the Ratson. Mm-hmm. And then they had a Mazda with a big V8 in the back that ended up actually getting stolen. And, yeah, when they were in Blythe, um, that became a character, even though it was gone. And all these cars that they make become characters. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, I'm not trying to do that because my stuff is not going to be obviously I don't have the budget like they do for right. anything like that. <clears throat> but, but the sentiment is there. Yeah, the sentiment is there. Exactly. And I want to like the Nissan is going to be on a T-shirt. It's going to be a thing. And then someone else can enjoy it. Same mm-hmm. with OBS. The only ones that are that like I'm not going to do this to and sell would be like my Tacoma. Right. That's going to yeah, be the like, same thing the, with like the forerunner for me. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, same thing. Because I want to take that Tacoma and really like. I want something fast. And I think that's going to be like, I want that truck to be my like fast truck. I want to do some motor work to it and all that stuff. So, yeah. And how cool is it for the, uh, for the person who actually ends up with the Nissan? Now they have this whole catalog of stuff. Yep. Like, Hey, check this out. This, this truck was like featuring all these videos and look, it's on a t-shirt. Like, come yeah. on, you yeah. know, like that's, that's it's pretty all part cool. of the plan. It's all <laughs> part of it. It's, it's by design. <laughs> That was this is going to add it all. All of this is going to add at least two hundred and fifty dollars to the value of this truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Or what's what would be even funnier is is like we're like getting excited about this, and the person who buys it like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. I don't even. Who, what's Grinder TV? <laughs> what's Grinder TV? <laughs> if it, I'm doing all. <laughs> so you know, we talked about Barrett Jackson a little bit, which we can. Yeah, we're well, already an hour into this video. Yeah, we, we can pick one. that up later because that's that's that one thing. Later. But whatever, it's super. Fine. I was telling Joe, C Ten Vatos, Joe. I was like, I'm gonna take my OBS. And across the block next year, but I'm not going to fix the oil leaks or anything. I'm just going <laughs> to, they have a camera on the bottom at uh-huh. Jackson and it rolls over and you can see the, imagine like you're yeah. looking at the bottom and it's it all rolls over the camera and it goes, <laughs> <"Bloop."> <laughs> but the dumb part about it is and sold for $95,000. Yeah. That's the funny that's thing what, is that, there. That's what have, I wanted to talk about is how, have how a, uh, interesting they, it is. They have a lady with a mop up there or a guy with a mop up there There's because the, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday trucks. <laughs> They be leaking some oil. <laughs> they be leaking some oil. <laughs> they got to put a little cover over the the under camera. Yeah, if you watch, right. if you pay attention to some of the stuff, like uh, some of them, they can't pop the hood. There's a guy up there dedicated to pop the hoods on these things, uh-huh. and uh, he couldn't pop it on really? some of them. And he's like, ah, and he just leaves it alone. Or there was one. This truck went for three hundred and something thousand dollars. Uh-huh. It was a Ford Bronco. They couldn't open the passenger side door. So the big thing at Bear Jackson is like you ride in the truck. Mm-hmm. Usually you'll take your wife or your buddy and he's in the passenger seat and it goes on the block. And then there's a guy up there that opens the door for you. Mm. So this guy, these two guys mm. drive up in this thing and they go to open the passenger <laughs> thing. And they're like, and they, and he goes, he's like this. Uh-huh. And he can't open the door. And then you just see the guy go. <laughs> and in my head, I can just remember when we took Frank's truck over the block last year. Uh-huh. And, uh, the hood wouldn't stay up oh really no because the hood on these is so heavy mm-hmm. so if you watch the video of like of on barrett jackson's live stream like jeremy was right there nonchalantly like holding the hood up just holding it <laughs> just kind of casually looking at the yeah. motor like he's doing something that's that's hilarious yeah that's funny I, and that's so cool like you went there you you experienced it yeah um for well for our audience who don't don't know that you uh we're up there for eye candies, sixty sixty three C10 that cross yeah. and you made and you made a whole video on it. So you should go yeah. watch that video. That's a really good video. Yeah, it was fun. We'll talk about that in the next. Let's get. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go into there. detail about that. Like, there's so many. I have I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah, me too. But anyway, thoughts and ideas for that. <laughs> right on. Well, cool. Well, yeah. And then hopefully next week uh, I will have some more trinkets to share. Yeah. Um. Probably not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now that I said that. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm like, I didn't make them. No, but no, uh, I, yeah. I will. I, I because like I said, it's fe- it's currently February first, so we're like clicking it into gear. Have in you the been next, the next three weeks? Have you been putting? Do you still have drop stickers? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Wait. We, we need to go get them from our good friend Doug at Creative House, who makes yeah. our stickers. We need to go yeah. get some from him. I should have him here soon. He said he shipped them out. Oh, you're gonna have them. Okay. I didn't well, know if I was. I, he's probably gonna give some to you too. Okay, um, but I told him I was like, I need some because I want to dr- put them in the stuff that I'm shipping out. But yeah, yeah, I haven't had them in a while. So yeah, Creative House who makes our stickers, and if you need stickers, mm-hmm. and he up. makes like all of our like any uh, custom life um, stickers you get, he makes yep. all those. And Doug is tro- basically my neighbor too. He lives very close, yeah. so it's it's funny that he's shipping you all those stickers, and I live around the corner from him. <laughs> I know, but I need them now to ship. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, we told people thing. that we were. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I've had people go. I ordered that shirt. Where's my drop sticker? And I'm like, Oh, really? You've had people ask that? Oh yeah. Oh, no one's asked me that. Yeah. <laughs> That's only 
only one person that's asked me. Not oh, okay. <laughs> when I say people, I'm like the one it's T-shirt that I sold two weeks ago. No, I'm just right. <laughs> right. But also, Acuar giveaway. Yes, Acuar giveaway still going down. Uh, February 28th will be when we are announcing the winners. But go to our websites, livelifecustom.com, grinder-tv.com, and enter to win. And people yeah. are entering to win, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, yeah. everybody. Who's purchased something? It's really cool. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank we're you very much. Get a, we're gonna have to get some more of this Acuar stuff to give away because it's really working. It's out. yeah. It seems to. I've definitely noticed a correlation between uh, quality of prize and sales. So yeah. <laughs> or type type of prize that can be used on so, multiple vehicles. That's yeah, that's but, also true. Yeah. yeah. So I think I need to call Switch actually and get uh, our next giveaway. Switch, our presenting sponsor of the Drop of Frank and Brian. Thank you very much. Switch yeah. just mentioned. They're yes. gonna hook. We're gonna. Work out something with them to give away. Might be a dual yeah. pack. Might be something like that. So, right on. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later. <laughs>